0: There is someone that needs to hear this word today. Romans 8, 35 to 39. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Romans chapter 8, verses 35 to 39. The NLT. The Bible says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Can anything at all ever separate? Should he allow it to separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or face calamity? Or we are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened even with death? Does it mean he no longer loves us if any of these things happen? The answer is no. Verse thirty-seven some say no despite all these things overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us can I hear amen. amen and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love neither death nor life neither angels or demons neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow Neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow can ever separate us. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Can you say amen? Saints of God, this morning, I'm going to share an exhortation. Is not a sermon. I entitled, Through It All. Through It All. In good times or in bad times? In times when life is easy, in times when that time life is difficult. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble? Does it mean he no longer loves us when we face calamity? I'm reading verse 35 again. No. Despite all these things, verse 37 says, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Neither our fears for tomorrow, neither our fears for today or our worries about our tomorrows will separate us. Because he has us in the palm of his hands. And the good purposes for which he saved us will be accomplished. I am persuaded that the good work the Lord has started in our lives, He is faithful to complete and sustain to the very day of Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we pray this one uh, through it all because we have come to know you are the faithful one. Through it all, you are the one. We've come to know that even when time gives way to eternity, you are still Lord. We will, through it all, hold on to the Lord, our God. We will ascribe glory and praise and honor to you. And will not waver in our trust for you. Thank you, Lord, for the gift and the blessing of knowing you. Otherwise, life means nothing and has no taste whatsoever. We give glory and praise to you in Jesus' name. Amen. You you may be seated. Let me let me engage you. Why would the Bible say, Does it mean He no longer loves us if we face trouble? The Bible says, What is that feeling that we allow to run through our minds when we go through trouble? The Bible says in Romans 5 and 35 B, it says, Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble? Or even calamity. Trouble to the power of 10. So that foolish question ought not to rise. Because life happens. Let me tell you. Psalm 90 says he will be with us in the day of trouble. There is a day of trouble for everybody no matter what prayer you pray. But it's just that God will be with us. Please don't allow people to question your faith. Do not entertain people that say, so where is God in all this? It's life happens, but God remains with us. David said, as much as I'm anointed, I am the man after God's heart. The one who has the heart of God. son drove him out of the city of David and he was a refuge running from his own son. It is easy for somebody to say but David you're supposed to be a man after God's heart. What is happening to you? I cancel that voice of nonsensical speaking and I say let that tongue be tied for speaking foolishness because the love of God is Even Jesus got to get Simon and say if it were possible let this cup pass away from me. Even Jesus prayed a prayer, let this cup pass away. The father said, no, I'm not answering this prayer. Hello, can we talk? Yes, can we talk? Yes, Did Jesus not yes, Why didn't you ask God about your own journey and find pray for strength that you will finish your own race? Anybody that saw Jesus on the cross would say, but you said you are the son of God. How come you're on the cross? When he was praying for the cop to pass away, his friends were sleeping. Somebody could have come and said, what kind of friends? I thought you are the son of God. You would have been able to pick the best kind of friends. Who will stay with you? That's why you should not put your mouth in other people's matter. When he prayed, Bible says, he prayed, his sweat were like droplets, great droplets of blood. Jesus. The father did not agree that prayer. He only sent an angel to comfort him. We prayed that our sister would not go. What we're getting is comfort. Does it mean he no longer loves us when we go through calamitous situations? No. No. My big sister, Staphon Shaw, came here and said, I have this difficulty. I was looking at her. But I don't let it stop me. Such a generous spirit, such a giving heart. I used to wonder why she walks a bit slowly. She never told me. I said, Pastor, she would do like this. Like my mother. That's how my mom too used to walk, just like you. I didn't know. She never burdened me. Does it mean God doesn't love her? That's why she has to deal with some pain? No, don't say that. Life happens. And guess what? Just because somebody's own is happening before you, be careful. Don't talk. Because what goes around, comes around. You know, that's why the Bible says judge not. Rather love your neighbor as yourself. This season will pass because life is like this. As you go downhill, the next thing is you will be on top. But whatever we do, that's why we walk in love and we're kind to one another. And so the Bible says, no, these things do not show that God doesn't love us. It says, despite all these things, verse 37 says, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Please say amen for me it says neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow should separate us we should learn to put our requests before him bible says be anxious for nothing but in all things in every situation with prayer with supplication with thanksgiving put your requests before god and let the peace of god hold your heart can i tell you something You may not be able to stop something that happens, but if you don't handle it well, your situation may be much worse than it's supposed to be. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? That's why the Bible says, do not sorrow like them that do not have hope. Your sorrow can lead to you having a heart attack, depression, and so on. Let the Lord handle these things. And some people reject the comfort of the Lord. You know, it's arrogance when God says, this is what I'm going to give you, you say I don't want. When God offers comfort, you say no. You want to grieve. You want to keep grieving. Okay, continue. It's arrogance. It says, when you grieve, do not grieve like them that have no hope. When the time comes, remember, That God comforts us with all comfort. So that we're able to comfort others who will go through it. Are you there? Neither our fears for today. Nor our worries about tomorrow should separate us from the love of God. The Easy Bible, Romans 8.35 says, Christ will always continue to love us. Will somebody say amen? Amen. Christ will always continue to love us. Nothing can stop that. Nothing can stop that. Never look at somebody who is a child of God because they're going through something. Imagine that the Lord is not with the person. No, 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 no. It says nothing can stop that. We may have troubles. Hmm. Things may make us sad. Come on now. Some things, they may even make us afraid. If if the enemy can do this to this person, what about me that I'm not as prayerful? That's what I mean. We may have troubles. Things may make us sad or afraid. People may do bad things to us. We may have no food or no clothes. There may be great People may even try to kill us. But none of these things can stop Christ from loving us. It's not an indication that all is not well between you and the Lord. It's just that life happens sometimes. And what we ought to do is found in Psalm 16 verses 8 to 9. The psalmist said, I have set the Lord always before me. Which means I superimpose the Lord over anything that's going on around me. I have set the Lord always before me. The word always means no matter what. Good times. or If I bought a Rolls Royce, I will not put the Rolls Royce in front of the Lord. I'll put the Lord in front of the rosary. If I get married and I have children, I will not put my children before the Lord. I will put the Lord before them. I have set the Lord always before me. If I'm going through some medical um, situation, I don't let it dictate the meditation of my heart. I put the Lord always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not, come let me hear you. I shall not be moved. If you are moved, you can be removed. Therefore, my heart is glad. And my glory rejoices. Listen to this. My flesh also will rest in hope. If you will not set the Lord always before you. If you will not remember that he's always on your right side. His love never diminishes. No, 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 no. If your heart refuses to be glad. If your glory will not rejoice. Your flesh will rest in turmoil. Your your flesh will rest in, in, in pain. And in depression and hopelessness. The psalmist says, because I put these things in order in my life, at all times, my flesh also will rest in hope. Can I tell you, without hope, there is no hope for a miracle. There is no hope for a change. There is no hope for a future. Hope that make it not a shame. There is no believer that can continue to hold on to that nomenclature called believer if you allow hope to escape your life. Hope will not happen unless you set the right person in front. Even when we face calamity, where do you set the Lord? In the times of plenty, where do you set the Lord? He says, he's at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Someone say, I shall not be moved because the Lord is at my right hand says, therefore, means consequently, it's not an accidental thing. The resultant effect is that my heart remains glad and my glory rejoices and so my flesh has no choice but to rest. Someone say rest. Rest in hope. The Bible says there is a rest that remained for the children of God. And if you refuse to rest, your enemy can arrest you. And your situation that should be in resting becomes restive. That means troubled. Rest is a choice that you allow the position of the Lord and your understanding that you have to put on your heart. In times, you see, the one way you should know a Christian is not how we testify, it's how we handle the valley. You know, faith makes no sense to somebody who is not a Christian. I have set the Lord always before me, but you have no job. I have set love always before me, but something is going on. It is the time that God turns it around that hope and faith begins to make sense to unbelievers. That's why we're called a peculiar people. We should not respond like ordinary people. Why? Not because we have strength, because of in whom we have believed. To the one who is the Lord of our lives. I like what David said. I have set the Lord always before me. That's where I'm at. If you want to understand why I'm the way I am, it's not about you or anybody, or what is going around, I'm happy you're around, I'm happy you're doing the right thing, but even if you're not, I have set the Lord always before me. My strength, my hope, my rest is not based on anything going on, it's based on the Lord. And unless you do that, your life can be tumbled very easily. And that's why some people commit suicide, a lot of people are in depression, because... Somehow, they allowed something to move the Lord where he should be. He says, my flesh also will rest in hope. My prayer is that you will be rested also in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will allow the Lord to cocoon you with a, the with a promise that it is only for a season. Things will change for better. We will have cause to rejoice again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The message translation of Psalm 16 It's very interesting. Can you read that with me? Day and night, I will stick with God. Read that again. Day and night, I will stick with God. I've got a good thing going. I'm not letting go. Day talks about when everything is in order. Night is a season of affliction when you, the stars don't shine. You don't know what is going on. The psalmist says, not only when it is good, day and night I will stick with God. I've got a good thing going. How many people know that being a Christian, a child of God, is a good thing? Can I see your hand? Can heaven see your hand? I've got a good thing going and I'm not letting go. Can I close on that note? What does it mean for somebody to say, I've got a good thing going on and I am not letting go? What prompts him to add the second part of that second sentence? I've got a good thing going. Why didn't he put full stop there? Is is it not because some things, whether you have a good thing going or not, will try To convince you it's not as good, it's not as secure, it cannot help you. And the psalmist says, do what you want, say what you want, I am not letting go. I bring you the counsel from the Lord. Do not let your peace go just because some things are happening. Do not let your comfort go just because some things are not working well. Do not let your joy in the Lord go just because... Our sister answered a home call. It's a decision. what you let go or not? Can I tell you something? Situations in life, sometimes what life wants you to drop and you refuse to drop. Then situations will engineer some difficulties so that because they can't take it from you, you let it go. I wondered this morning what somebody let go, maybe your peace, maybe your joy. Some people don't serve God anymore because they were they were troubled, they let go serving God. What the enemy cannot take from you, he makes you to drop it yourself. My prayer is if anybody has dropped anything good that God expects you to have that will help you get to your destiny that if you drop anything, God will reveal to you so that you can go back and pick it up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May we not get to the end of the race and the baton that you're supposed to have with you which represents what you should not let go. You get to the end of the race and get disqualified because you let go what you should have held on to. Can you stand to your feet this morning? Through it all. Somebody say through it all. can I hear you. Through it all. I've got a good thing going and I'm not letting go. Somebody say day and night. Day and night. I said day and night I will stick with God. Through it all. Through it all. I've got a good thing going and I'm not letting go. Father we thank you for your counsel today. That you're God of all seasons you never change that our call is to take a position with understanding and knowledge that day may change tonight but we should stick with you that we have a good thing going sealed with the blood of Jesus that in any situation we should not let it go father help us to remain steadfast to the end in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I want to pray for some people that have let go. What, is, what really matters, which means what you're holding to onto has no real value. I want to pray for any one of us here who may have let go a great thing that God has put in your life in your hand that you will be able to realize on time before it's too late and you go and pick it up so that somehow we will not end up in shame in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we have lost a sister but we still have God and we know that she's in the hands of the Lord in the presence of the Lord we have a good thing going as a church family we still have each other because the, for the rest of us our time has not come that's why we're here we will not let go of one another help me move away from your religious seat and go and look at somebody and say I'm not letting go of you you're a good thing in my life. Mommy Chukura, I'm not letting go of you. You're a good thing in my life. I will not let pain. I will not let need. You're, you're... I see you, Emmanuel. I'm not letting you go. Ah, oh, my sister, I'm not letting you go. Come on now. Somebody point to me too. I need you to say, I'm not letting you go. You're a good thing. I've got a good thing in bio. Uh, Toby, I've got a good thing going there. Yeah, I'm not letting you go. I'm not letting you go. Thank you for, thank you. Look at you, you are not talking to me. I'm seeing you, you are not talking to me there. Yeah, I've got a good thing going. And all the wonderful uh, instrumentalists, I, I, I'm not letting you go. I'm not letting you go. I'm not letting you go. Choir. I've got a good thing going with you. I'm not letting you go. You're anointed. You're blessed. I'm not letting you go. Hey, Bola, I love you. I love the kids. I love Femi. I have not even let Femi go. How can I let you go? I'm not letting you go. Father, lift up your hand to the Lord and just say, Lord, we've got so many good things going. You, your husband, your children, I've got a good thing going with you. I'm not going to let you go. Father, we thank you for the days. We thank you for the nights. We thank you because you never leave nor forsake us. So we're, we're, we're strong to say, who if God be with us. What can be against us? We thank you because God is a covenant keeping God. You have said you will never leave nor forsake us. He says my covenant I will not break. Neither will I change what I have promised to my children. We've got a good thing going in the word of God. We've got a good thing going with Jesus Christ. We've got a good thing going with the Holy Spirit. We've got a good thing going with our church family. We will not let go. Day May turn to night, but night must give way... To another day because weeping may endure f- only for a night but joy must, must come in the morning by our hope, by our prayer things will turn around for good according to the word of the Lord we bless the name of the Lord thank you through it all we are not going to let go let the name of the Lord be glorified even as our situation changes for better in Jesus name we have prayed Come on now, say in the right kind of amen. If you know you're not letting go of the Lord God Almighty, say amen. If you know you're not letting go of our Lord Jesus Christ, say amen. If you know you're not letting go of the Holy, sweet Holy Spirit, say amen. And I say amen because God is not letting go of us. He calls us a good thing and so shall it be always in Jesus' mighty name amen and amen you may be seated i i tell you something some people may not like you some people may not call you a good thing but the lord says, i ain't letting go of you that you know what the bible says it says we're sealed onto eternal life by the holy spirit that is a that is the assurance god gives you that i, I am not going to let go of you even when you behave badly i will not let go of you so i want to tell somebody you're so valuable to god And you're so valuable to me. If God won't let you go, you're a good thing. I ain't letting you go. Glory to God. Hallelujah.